You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, content marketing strategist at Mobile Groove, as I said, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows clients to reach their goals and scale growth. And like many of you, I am ready to rock and roll in the new year. 2017, a little bit challenging. 2018, looking awesome, already gearing up for my first conference, will be, which will be the uh, Mobile Growth Summit in San Francisco, February 7th through 8th. So if you want to catch up or meet up or whatever, hey, reach out and we can try and make it happen. And uh, I'm also excited about kicking off the first show of the new year, which incidentally kicks off my fifth, and I have to gasp for a moment, yes, um, <clears throat> my fifth year. <laughs> of hosting mobile presence. Um, And as you would expect, no new year would be complete without the look into 2018. Now we can do this a couple of ways. We could ask a renowned expert onto the show to give their take, or we can take a look at the data, deep dive and talk about what everybody else thinks the trends are gonna be. So uh, my first show, my fifth year, I'm running the place here. I decide to do both. So we have a renowned mobile expert and a mobile economist in one And we're going to take a deep dive into some incredible trends and data that he has crowdsourced from, uh, I believe, 350 marketers and uh, CEOs, influencers, just a great lineup of people. John Kutzier, welcome back to Mobile Presence. Thank you so much for having me. Real pleasure to be here with you. It's good to have you because, as I said, we sort of we sort of <laughs> kill two birds with one stone here. We've got both. We've got someone who understands the industry, writes about the industry, forecasts the industry. You've been on the show before. It's great to have you back. I know you. Uh, I watch the industry, but um, <laughs> let's start. So you know, it's a given. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, for everyone else listening in, let's just start out with a little bit more about yourself because you do have those different hats that allow you to sort of be in the industry, write about the industry, document the industry, even impact the industry. How would you describe what you do? 
Well, thanks so much. I mean, I started as a technologist building technology, but uh, currently uh, I do write as a journalist. I, I write for Forbes. I write for Inc. Magazine, uh, which is cool and fun and exciting, and I love to do it. I also consult with tech companies, uh, primarily Tune out of Seattle, uh, which is uh, mostly mobile, but uh, also in a lot of other areas as well, helping big brands connect with customers at scale. Uh, and um, shockingly, um, as everybody else in the tech industry, I have a startup in the augmented reality and blockchain space called Genesis mm. Reality. So, yeah, I'm busy. You're busy. I got to have you talk just about your startup, maybe a little bit later, but definitely maybe back for a show. But <laughs> let's look at the top trends because this was interesting. I mean, you did a survey of 350 real people out there. So we've got real insights from real people who really get, you know, this is really their day job. So AI won hands down with almost 40% of respondents. So AI is the one machine learning or deep learning, whatever you want to call it's the most quote, transform, uh, transformative technology, as you wrote in your report over Tune. I'm just curious, did that come as a surprise to you, John? Not at all. Um, no. And I mean, AI just in pure AI, like pure AI as a machine learning, deep learning, those sorts of things came in with 40% of the vote. But if you look at all the technologies that, that people uh, reference that require AI, so that might be bots, might be assistants, might be voice search, other things like that, where you need natural language processing or other elements of AI that are absolutely critical. Uh, you know, 73% of people said AI or something really dependent on AI would be the most transformative technology in 2018. Didn't surprise me. Uh, AI mm -hmm. is incredibly hot uh, and, and, and uh, it's kind of what I expected, to be honest. So in their responses, were people saying that this was going to be the stuff in the back end, you know, sort of like making the decisions, or was this going to be sort of more in the front end, customer facing? Any any idea about how AI is going to impact 2018? I guess in, in some respects, AI is always on the back end in, in some way, mm -hmm. shape or form. Even when you're talking to Alexa or Google Assistant or Siri, you know, the magic is happening um, thousands of kilometers or miles away from where you are in some server farm, right? Absolutely. Uh, so there's a lot of back end stuff, making decisions, uh, A-B testing, multivariate testing, that sort of thing, picking best options, um, drawing lines between uh, touch points on a customer journey that a human marketer would never be able to see in, you know, unstructured data and connecting them and suggesting a next course of action, those sorts of things. Uh, that's where AI uh, can be super helpful to marketing. Okay. And some of the other technologies, I don't want to go through all of them because we've got a nice long show. We can deep dive into a couple <laughs> like uh, personalization maybe a bit later on. But again, some of those other top technologies, maybe also the percentages of how many people went for which one. Yeah, sure. I mean, if we look at uh, one that is, is is quite related to AI, we could look at big data and personalization. And so 17% uh, of marketers said, hey, that is the technology or those are the technologies of 2018. That's really connected with AI because obviously we need big data to enable AI in a lot of cases. Um, and that big data also helps us build the personalization that, that has been marketers' holy grail for, I don't know, five, ten years right now. We've been longing deeply to communicate intimately with millions of people at a time, right? And mm -hmm. um, and uh, that that's something that, that big data has been promising uh, for 
sheesh, I guess it's been maybe three, four years now easily, and AI is, is hoping to deliver. Also big, um, you know, some people are calling it XR these days because we're having so many initials, uh, letters before the R here, but <laughs> AR, VR, MR, you know, augmented reality, virtual reality, uh, that sort of thing. A little over 12% of people said, hey, this is the next big technology of 2018. I don't actually personally believe that. I think it's super exciting. I'm deep into it. I love it. It's very interesting. But I think that it's still early on the on the curve in terms of actual um, usage. Uh, really interesting data I got today. I haven't even written about yet. So you're hearing something that's hot off the presses. Less than a mm -hmm. thousand apps out of the the two, more than two million that are on the iOS App Store have currently integrated AR Kit into wow. uh, into those apps. So. You know, there, there's there's a long ways to go here. Uh, and then we saw a lot of people who are interested in bots and chat bots and messaging generally. Um, and, and, and mobile is still big. So there's lots of technologies that we can look at. Voice search, uh, voice assistance, voice commerce, voice, voice first uh, user interfaces uh, was also a hot one. That's interesting about the AR VR point there. I didn't know it was just a thousand, did you say? The brand new data I saw this very morning. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I was looking at a different report. You know, we're going to be a little bit data nerds here and talk shop, but I was looking at one I have to write up uh, for uh, a newsletter I curate, but uh, uh, that's beside the point. But it, it caught my eye. It was from, I believe it was from Ericsson, and it said that there were a number of, um, I don't know if it was a survey or just their thought, but that AR and VR is going to get so good so soon that it's going to replace the product. So literally, I mean, this isn't me, and I hope it's not you, John, but there are going to be people out there who say, um, I'd rather just look at a vacation than book one and take one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that one. A little, a little I don't know off. about that one either. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, augmented reality and virtual reality are, the, are basically the same thing. They're just different points on a continuum. And when... What we have in our hand right now migrates to our face. In other words, a smartphone becomes smart glasses. We will be living in augmented reality 12 to 18 hours a day. Not everybody. Uh, not everybody will want to wear something, uh, but a significant percentage of us will be. And that is some ways away. That's maybe five to seven years away. Uh, I'm at CES this year, uh, next week. Uh, mm -hmm. Hopefully you're there. We can see each other. Uh, and I'm getting, getting about four or five demos on various types of smart glasses um, where we're seeing, you know, augments on and uh, mixed reality, essentially, uh, data flowing in and overlaying what we're seeing. Uh, so I think it's a super interesting area. Uh, it, it will take some time to get there. So to sum it up, John, what is it? Is Are these technologies, AI, AR rather, uh, VR, AI, I'm, I'm getting confused myself, another bright, shiny toy out there, or what's your take? Every technology is a bright, shiny toy. Uh, that, that, that It's just a matter of time and a question of where you are on the hype cycle and where you're on the actual value cycle, right? So marketers, I, I think that marketers have, have kind of these twin fears at any given time. Um, the one fear is that they're spending too much time and too much money on too much tech without getting promised results. Right. And they're, they're, they're just, you know, I'm, I'm doing I'm looking at 15 different technologies, 10 different technologies, trying to integrate them. And am I really getting my results? And, and so that's that's the one side. The other side is there's one tool out there. There's one missing piece that I could put in my tech stack that would make all the difference and 10x my results. Right. And so you've got this this odd duality of 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 of. of 
pushes and pulls on marketers. Absolutely. Everything that we see that's being super hype, whether it's AI, whether it's AR, augmented reality, it's a bright, shiny toy. It is until it isn't. It is until you can see the results that you're getting. So people are getting results with AI today. They're getting better results on their email opens, for instance, by put, picking the right the right subject line that is getting a click, right? That's getting attention, that's getting some time, getting an open, different things like that, right? But there's so much, so much promise there that uh, can't possibly be fulfilled by the technology uh, that there is absolutely a bright, shiny toy. I'll give you one example. So AI is doing an awful lot for us, right? AlphaGo can beat uh, the best human uh, masters at, at Go, a much more complex game than chess. Uh, and yet... If I ask, you know, just because I'm interested, because it's been cold here, I live near Vancouver, Canada, it's been cold recently, and I want to know, you know, what was the coldest it got last night? And I've asked that to Alexa, I've asked that to Siri, and I've asked that to Google Assistant, and none of them can tell me. Some of them get very confused. Uh, Siri says, uh, I don't have that data, and, and Google Assistant says, just some random the coldest temperature ever on the on the planet somewhere. So, you know, there's there's a real challenge between getting from the promise to the reality. John, on all counts, I couldn't agree with you more and uh, can't wait to dive into some more of that data, some more of your insights from your report. But right now we have to go to break, listeners, so don't go away. We'll be right back with John Kutzier, mobile economist at Tune, journalist, frequent speaker, and a great show about the trends you need to know. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Learn more at brainhealth.gov. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Catholic Charities is committed to providing life's basic needs. We thank you for bringing us all here today, letting these people understand how Catholic Charities runs and how important these people are. And we ask you to guide them to protect them and keep them here forever because this community needs them. Visit www.catholiccharitiesusa.org to learn more. Webmasterradio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. 
And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And we have John Coots here. He is mobile economist attuned, journalist, frequent speaker, and sharing these great results from a survey of 350 experts and influencers about the top technologies, the ones you have to watch in 2018. And John, right before the break, we were talking about that bright, shiny toy out there, AI, VR, whatever you want to call it. Let's talk about some more on those lists. I mean, um, another one that came in, maybe not surprising because we're reading about it every day, but, you know, help me understand blockchain. Why does that matter to marketers? How did that come in so high? Yeah, blockchain obviously is super, uh, you could call it a total bright, shiny toy syndrome for blockchain, as well as cryptocurrencies, which is a related topic. Um, it came in so high because it's so big, because Bitcoin went up to 20,000. It's now way down from there, but hey, it went up. Other things like that, and it's based on the blockchain technology. So it matters to it matters in the marketing and ad tech space, but maybe not to both. So let's differentiate marketing and advertising, right? Blockchain enables untrusted trustworthiness, right? I don't have to trust you to do business with you because of what we're using, the technology that mediates our interaction, which is the blockchain, right? Mm -hmm. It also enables publicly sharing data while still enabling some level of privacy. So in terms of marketing and marketing technology, I'm not sure exactly how much blockchain is going to get implemented in there, especially in 2018, because MarTech is traditionally inside, and it's my data. It's my data about my customers. It's my data about my prospects. Ad tech and advertising, however, is very different. Advertising uses a lot of external data, right? Um, and so blockchain could have a big impact there, and a lot of marketers believe it will. So about 10% of marketers said, hey, blockchain and cryptocurrencies, that's going to be huge in 2018. So that could be true. If we look at advertising, what are the big challenges in advertising? Fraud is a huge challenge, right? Well, if via blockchain we can verify that what uh, an advertising agency or a firm or, or, or media that I'm advertising with if they're doing what they say they're supposed to be doing, if I can verify that, that could help potentially. If I could verify that somebody who's um, who the agency said viewed my ad or paid attention to my ad or clicked on my ad, if I can verify that actually happened and that that was a real person, and if blockchain can be a piece of that, that could be really interesting as well. So there's some real options there. There's some there's some barriers as well. Uh, blockchain currently is not super scalable. Um, especially what the Bitcoin protocol is using right now. Uh, we're talking, you know, sheesh, 20 transactions uh, maximum uh, a minute, maybe maybe 40, 50. Uh, we're not mm -hmm. talking hundreds of thousands, millions an hour that we need for, for real uh, high volume ad tech. So there are lots of projects underway to fix that, to make it faster, to make it better. Uh, and so there could be some real opportunity there. The other piece of this, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Now, I was just Go going to say opportunity. I was also going to say, you know, um, there's also a little bit of a downside in that, you know, there are some marketers who feel that that's going to disintermediate certain parts of the value chain. Did you get that feeling through what you were hearing and what you see in the industry anyway? I haven't heard that from marketers. I believe mm -hmm. that we're hearing that message loud and clear from media companies. Yeah. Um, okay. and, and, and so, for instance, one of the things that, 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 that I think when I think of blockchain, a blockchain was invented as a decentralizing force, right? Um, it, it doesn't require a trusted one 
uh, source of all truth and power uh, type of it, that's not that it's not that kind of technology. So if you're Facebook, how does blockchain help you? If you're Google, how does blockchain help you? It is not something that is built to make the powerful more powerful. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that means that there are powerful forces in the ad tech space that do not benefit via the introduction of blockchain. So there's there's going to be some backlash and there's going to be some 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 difficulty implementing it. That said, there are some really interesting projects. Uh, Brave is one of them. The people behind the Brave browser um, and and the basic attention token Bat, right? Really quite interesting. Really quite interesting. Uh, my startup Genesis Reality is doing something interesting in that space as well, but very nascent. Can't talk about mm-hmm. it yet. Okay, so those are your views on blockchain, other part of it, cryptocurrency. What are you seeing there or what have you heard around that because of your survey? I'm seeing a lot of marketers who believe that cryptocurrency is going to be big in enabling transactions. Uh, that's not something that we're that we're um, seeing a ton of today. Uh, obviously, if you're going to buy something with Bitcoin, the transaction costs are like 30 bucks right now for an average Bitcoin transaction. Uh, we're long past the days when somebody paid, I think it was something like 2,000 Bitcoin uh, for one or two pizzas, mm-hmm. um, which would be insane today. Very expensive pizza, several hundred thousand dollars. But... If you look at the concept of cryptocurrency rather than the current iterations of cryptocurrency, in the future, every digital, every currency will be digital at some point. Uh, whether it's a cryptocurrency or not, it'll be a digital currency. Uh, and mostly, frankly, most currencies are, are largely digital right now. Cash is going away, right? So there will be viable competition in real time for currencies for which to be paid in and which to pay in. That's mm. going to affect marketing significantly. That's also going to affect power relationships across the world. I mean, the U.S. dollar is a reserve currency of the world, perhaps losing that a little bit right now. That that builds tr- trillions of dollars of value for the United States when they do something like quantitative easing, right? basically outsourcing recession, right? If you bring in cryptocurrencies with low fees that you can use anywhere, who wins? Um, some small countries, perhaps, with a cryptocurrency. Estonia is coming out with one. Uh, Venezuela is coming out with one. The crypto ruble is going to happen pretty soon could actually significantly benefit from that. And that's going to be something that as a marketer you're going to have to think about. Will I accept them? Will I work with them? How does that work? What's the valuation process? And I expect that that process will rationalize and solidify, uh, stabilize over the next couple of years. And it's interesting. I was seeing some reports also about companies saying, okay, in commerce, will I accept them? What am I going to do? What about games? What about in-app purchases? What about all that stuff? So it's a rethink. It's a retooling. Just curious, you're a consultant as well, John. What are you telling your clients? I think it's something that every company needs to be a aware of, B have some kind of position on. Uh, not that's kind of the that's kind of the minimum. I think that people mm-hmm. expect that. Now, if you've done that, I think that you start experimenting in some places. You start experimenting with a few things. So you look at the phenomenon of tokenization, right? Maybe you're not going to actually create a full-on cryptocurrency, but maybe you're going to put a token together, and that's a way of recognizing value in an ecosystem and rewarding value in an ecosystem. And you can do some things there that'd be very, very interesting. Uh, I would look at the basic attention token as one example of that. Uh, I would look at a couple other tokens that are out there, Ethereum. I would look at what's happening with CryptoKitties, 
uh, buying and selling uh, CryptoKitties on the Ethereum network. Uh, okay, I'm going I'm to pass on this one, John. I must have had my head down working on a report or something. <laughs> kitties, kitties isn't cats. What is this? Uh, if you haven't heard, I of missed it. Google that. No. It is super interesting. People okay. are paying thousands of dollars, equivalent of dollars, for um, crypto kitties, which are basically um, small kittens uh, <laughs> that you buy with Ethereum. And uh, and you can raise them. You can breed them. Uh, some are more rare and more expensive. And it actually brought the Ethereum network almost to the brink of collapse uh, about a week ago. Uh, it was such a popular game. So there's millions of dollars being generated of value here uh, with something that's almost like a Tamagotchi, but social and on the blockchain. Oh, wow. And me as a cat lover. How did I miss that one? Right, John? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're talking about, you know, what stood out really in your report. I'm just curious, you know, a couple of insights into maybe the the thoughtful answers or the, just the dumb answers. I mean, you 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 had the input of 325 people. What stood out for you? Okay, so let's start with the dumb because that's kind of fun, right? I mean, you know, I I got a lot of predictions that that are that are out there on the edge, uh, and this is honestly this is a pre prediction from a professor of business at I will not I, I'll mention the university that that won't that won't out the person Villanova University, right? So, and and this prediction is just so far out there that it's going to creep everybody out, especially in Europe where you're from um, with. GDPR, right? Mm -hmm. Marketing is on the cusp of a whole new world of hyper-targeting, this person said. Ads and promoted messages will follow customers across their devices oh, really? and into their homes. <laughs> the <laughs> Europeans know, will love that. Into their homes? <laughs> really? That is not something that anybody wants. So, uh, you know, there, there, there's a few things there that, 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 that people need to, you know, think about when they're thinking about these things. But there's also the ones... You know, it's the marketers who have a stake. Maybe they're the marketers for uh, a technology. So there, I got a response from, uh, believe it or not, a collaboration tool. Now you've never, you, there's only about fifty thousand of those, right? A collaboration tool, and said, you know, this collaboration tool, I won't say the name, uh, will be the key technology of 2018 for marketers. So, <laughs> okay. yeah, uh, grain of salt. Uh, All right. That said, got some amazing input from some really, really key, um, smart marketers. So CMO of Dun & Bradstreet, uh, Rishi Dave, really smart guy, know him personally. Um, you know, he said, instead of a single technology, marketing will focus on evolving team capabilities and redesigning processes and organizational, organizational structures to take advantage of the rapid evolution of technology and data and marketing. So in other words, it's not one technology. It's building our internal capacity to work well together and to work well in a changing technological environment. That's insightful. Marketers feel they know intuitively that they need that. They need to work better with rapid change, including mm -hmm. in their technological tools. And then here's one. Uh, this guy's a former Googler. Uh, he's current CEO of Profilic, uh, Gaurav Ragta. Uh, and he said the next billion people coming onto the internet are coming on via mobile. And guess what? We've kind of forgotten about mobile. About, I think it was uh, somewhere around 15% of marketers said mobile was the big new technology of 2018 or the most critical technology for marketing 2018. And you know what? It's not the sexiest because it's been around for a while, but they're mm -hmm. not wrong, potentially. If we look at the uh, 
I just saw the data actually yesterday posted on that um, yeah, at Forbes and the MMA uh, Mobile Marketing Association Smart Brief picked that, that up this morning. Uh, 1.5 billion smartphones were sold in 2017. That's huge. That's massive. And for most of the people that bought them, that's their primary or only means of accessing the internet, accessing the digital ecosystem that we take for granted. And so what Gaurav is saying here, the next billion people coming onto the internet are predominantly via mobile. We're talking East Asia, we're talking uh, emerging Asia, we're talking Africa, we're talking Eastern Europe, uh, other places like that, India, obviously, right? Um, and, And that is still the transformational change that might be the biggest and have the biggest impact. That was insightful, I thought. Um, and there's one more that I'll, I'll bring up. And this one is, um, this one's super interesting because okay. this, you, you've never heard of this guy. His name is Clive Beerman. Uh, he's the head of marketing at Lexumo. You probably don't know that either because it's a company that does pen testing, right? Uh, penetration okay. testing, high security company. They try and find leaks, holes, cracks in your firewalls, in your organizational digital security and prove to you that, you know, you suck and people can get in and hackers can steal all your data so that you can close those doors. So this guy is high tech. This company is super high tech. And what he says is, I think we're at a point where there's technology fatigue in the marketing stack. I'm seeing a definite trend from colleagues and peers to do less with more focus. And one of the examples he gives is account-based marketing, right? Account-based marketing is, who am I? What are my products? What do I do well? What's out there? Who's my target audience? Who's my target prospect my target customer the best customers for my product and then of course you're going to use some technology in that process maybe to access them maybe to find them whatever but it's fundamentally a marketing process not fundamentally a technology process in spite of the fact that you can get technologies that help you do abm right i found that really really interesting you're going to use technologies absolutely but you can't stop being a marketer. You can't outsource your marketing to AI. Absolutely, John. You're just saying it right there. You know, you're you're a marketer. You got to know your basics. That that business 101. That delight your customer. All that stuff. That isn't really changing. The technology tools are changing that, but the underlying you know tactics and strategies aren't. And uh, I can listen to you forever, John, but we have to get a break. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with John and talk a little bit more about his survey and some things that you can do. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm, the flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we are back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And we have John Coots here, mobile economist at Tune, journalist, frequent speaker, and one of the guests that I'm going to have back several times in the new year, John. Great to have you. Thank you. And we've been talking about your survey, you know, but it, it, it runs the gamut. It's a must-read survey. I'm going to put that in the show notes along with the show for people who want to check up on this over a tune, the URL, all that good stuff. But, you know, it is everything from AI and VR to, uh, to voice, even to messaging, a lot of stuff. But based on your survey and based on your insights from that survey, what's your advice to marketers about the tech and impact they should ignore at their peril? In other words, how do you sort of synthesize all of this into some actionable advice for us? I would give uh, three technologies that marketers need to be paying attention to, need to be incorporating. Uh, One is AI. Uh, sure, it was the top one that, that the marketers in the survey um, highlighted, but that's not the reason I'm highlighting it. The reason I'm highlighting it is that stupid will lose and smart will win. And AI can help you to be smarter, smarter about uh, optimizing your message, optimizing your creative, optimizing many other things about what you're doing, including who to target and where to target them. So you've okay. got to be looking at AI and you've got to be building that in. Second is voice first. I think that when you have voice technologies in your home and you're using them regularly, so I have a couple Echo Dots. Um, I've got um, uh, the Google Assist, uh, Google Home Mini, uh, which is just making some noise right now, <laughs> and, and a couple other uh, voice voice uh, able uh, voice active technologies. You understand the transformative power of voice. It's massive, it's huge, and it's coming. And it means interesting things for how you access your customer and how your customer chooses what products they buy or lacks the ability to choose exactly what product they're going to purchase. So really, really important to look at that, what that, what that means for you. And the third, I think, is messaging. Uh, super interesting data I saw just uh, two days ago, actually, that uh, WhatsApp, uh, which is Facebook's obviously messaging app that is big in Europe, big in Africa, big in Asia, uh, not so big um, in in North America uh, where Messenger is bigger, but it's huge. Gained almost a billion new users, almost a billion Whoa. new installs in 2017. I believe Whoa. the number was 920 or 940 million. I'm going to be writing about that shortly at Forbes as well. That's massive. And we know that Facebook is connecting businesses. There's five or six million of them that are on Facebook with people. There's two and a half billion or so that are on Facebook. And you've got to understand how that works. 
and how you can have sort of a continuous partial presence in people's lives via messaging. So I think those are three that I'd really look at. That is massive. I didn't know about those numbers, but that's, of course, why we read you over at Forbes. We get these numbers. <laughs> cool. And and speaking of reading, I mean, you know, read the report. It's crowdsourced, 350 executives, experts, influencers. But that's not all your crowdsourcing, as I understand. Following what you're up to in Facebook and elsewhere, I see that you are, I believe, working on a book. Can you tell me more about that? I am working on a book. It's going to be based on my articles at Inc., uh, where I write mm-hmm. insights from the future. And so I've picked about 20 technologies, and I've asked for uh, input into another five or so that I'm going to be adding. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to, every week, uh, make a set of predictions on them, and then I'm going to write a short story, actually, of what it would be like, what it'll be like to be in the future using this technology. So part of my background is as a writer, I have published a science fiction novel in the past, um, uh, which was a ton of fun. And I'm gonna combine sort of this journalist analyst piece uh, futurist piece with this fiction piece. And so then you're going to have something where there's going to be an area where I'm going to make a prediction. Let's say it's voice-first interfaces. Let's say it's AI, personal assistance, whatever it is. And I'm going to make some predictions about timing, scope, and scale, uh, mm-hmm. as well as uh, industry impact. And then I'm going to write a little story about that. And I'm going to do that about 20 or 25 times. And then I'm going to publish that book. But I'm going to release each chapter on Facebook um, and LinkedIn before I actually publish it at Inc., Mm-hmm. solicit input and uh, make some changes based on what people say and then credit them. So yeah, I'm kind of excited about that. I think it's a cool project. That really is interesting. So I mean, if listeners, you know, for example, take voice, just take a name. So I'm an executive over at Nuance. I'm listening to the show. I'm like, hey, John's going to be writing about my stuff. I have to be a part of this. So what they would do is what? They just have to uh, connect with you in Facebook? Connect on Facebook, and, connect on LinkedIn, whatever yeah. the case might be. Absolutely. And uh, make some comments and uh, savage yeah. me with your critique and mm-hmm. uh, make me smarter. And uh, let's go and have some fun. Absolutely. It sounds like fun. I'll have to watch you there, too, um, and add my, my two cents here and there. Can't, resi- can't resist it. Can't resist it. So in the meantime, John, other than that project and everything else you're doing, the best way to keep up, to, up in touch with you is, is what? I mean, you have your articles over at Forbes, but listeners, they want to get in touch with you or maybe just, uh, you know, get some ideas, look into your consulting services, whatever. What's the best way? Uh, best way is my website, which nobody mm-hmm. can spell, but hey, johncootsier.com. I'll be at CES next week. I'll be at Mobile Girls Summit in February in San, uh, San Francisco. We're gonna meet, You're going to be John? there too. Yes, John, exactly. Face to awesome. face, IRL. <laughs> and I'll be in Kiev in, I think it's uh, sheesh, uh, late February as well. So a couple places. Awesome. Well, I am thrilled because I haven't met you yet. I just talk with you an awful lot. But hey, there you go. So, um, and of course, uh, I'll have the link to your website and all the rest of it in the show notes. That's good. And of course, listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at MobileGroove.com. That's also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And that, my friends, is a wrap of another episode of Mobile Presence. Just amazing. I've had had loads of fun. Until next time, you can check out this and all earlier episodes of the show by going to webmasterradio.fm, where you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.